cartel has come to take over this boys prep school. Yes, really. Today I'm talking about toy soldiers. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast and today i am talking about toy soldiers a forgotten 1991 movie that i i I watched on hulu because i was morbidly fascinated by it and it is wild for reasons i'll get into shortly so without further ado let's get started in a recent write-up and episode i tackled the ridiculous 90s movie trend of kids fighting against grown adults And I made a casual reference to this oft-forgotten movie that probably lacks the nostalgic appeal of a true kids movie from the era, Toy Soldiers. So why talk about this movie? Because once you've seen it, you've got to talk about it. The film takes place at Regis High School, a prestigious prep school for teenage boys of wealthy and influential people where a group of pranksters, led by Billy Tepper, amuse themselves with bad behavior. But those rebellious instincts might be what they and their classmates need, as their school is stormed by a cartel member's son, who wants his recently captured father to be released. Now it's up to the boys inside and the military and their principal on the outside to get everyone out safely. So, Toy Soldiers is wild. Not just because it's teenagers facing off against armed cartel members, complete with machine gun nest, C4 explosives, and all kinds of automatic weapons, with Sean Astin as our lead. Though seriously, that's ridiculous. The other reason it's wild is because it's an unintentional distillation of a specific area that would be commented on completely differently in about two years. In my discussion about kids versus adults movie, 90s movies, I mentioned how the influence of Die Hard and Home Alone led to movies like this getting made. And on the surface, that's exactly what's going on. Combined with that, with that earlier 90s elements like justifying and reinforcing the teen's rebellious spirit, that makes sense. But in doing an R-rated movie where people are violently gunned down, gunned down into bloody messes is something else entirely. I've seen countless hostage situation and siege movies like this, but if the kids are the hero, breaking the R rating out feels really weird. Who was supposed to see this? What's the target audience? And then we get to the bad guy, a Colombian cartel leader's son. While I wasn't cognizant of it at the time, America's war on drugs at this era was in full force at this point, with George H.W. Bush staging a sting operation in front of the White House to fearmonger, and more importantly, most importantly, vilifying Panama's General Noriega into the ultimate drug cartel boogeyman. This guy was going to come and get your kid hooked on cocaine and kill your family, and he needed to be stopped. So in late 1989, the U.S. military invaded Panama to take him out, right around the time this movie would have been written and produced. Why is that important? Because it quickly came out that U.S. forces and forces allied with the U.S. had committed a number of atrocities that Bush had specifically and that Bush had specifically targeted Panama and Noriega to cover up his own shady involvement in deals with drug dealers. And that certainly got media attention and even an Academy Award nominated documentary called The Panama Deception made about it. 
So here's this movie demonstrating a wrong-headed, a holy shit drug dealers are coming to take your kids hostage scenario right before the world is about to get all of this dirty laundry out. Dirty laundry that inspired a much more successful movie, a Harrison Ford turn as Jack Ryan in Clear and Present Danger, where he discovers and cleans up an illegal presidential op operation to take out a cartel leader. Oh, and that movie is PG-13, despite having a bunch of military violence and shootouts. And it's that unreality that makes toy soldiers so amazing to watch. We cut to the kids where it sounds like they're planning a kid's rebellion against a teacher they don't like. Except they'll be shot if they're found out, and somehow it works. Cut over to Lou Gossett Jr., who's still in an officer in a gentleman mode, and telling the military folks how it is, and then coming in without body armor, guns blazing to save his students. It's not good, but it's fascinating. The Verdict is a true time capsule movie, a collection of era-specific bad ideas wrapped into one. Toy Soldiers is a wild ride. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.